1: This is Optimal Finance Daily, episode 263. Get started organizing your finances, get to know your money, and how to optimize your spending. By Philip Taylor of ptmoney.com. And I am Dan, your host and narrator here on Optimal Finance Daily, where I read to you from some of the best personal finance blogs on the planet. And a happy 1st of March to all of you. Today, I'm going to be reading you two posts from PT Money. The first one is short, and the second one's normal length, so uh, this will be a little bit longer than usual. The two posts actually tie together, so it made a lot of sense to read them together. Uh, You'll see what I mean once I get into it. So with that, let's get right to our posts as we optimize your life. Get started organizing your finances. Get to know your money by Philip Taylor of ptmoney.com. Today, I'm going to share my tips for getting started with understanding your money. In my experience, knowing where you currently are is critical for determining how to get to where you want to be. Now, don't worry, I'm not going to make you do a budget, but there are two main things you need to do. List your known monthly expenses and view all of your accounts in one place. So let's get started. List your known monthly expenses. As a baseline for your understanding, write down your monthly fixed expenses. Don't worry about variable spending like dining out, shopping, travel, etc. We'll tackle those expenses in the next post. Just write down the bills you pay each month. For example, rent, insurance payments, loan payments, tithe, if that's an every month deal for you, that kind of thing. To help you with this process of listing your expenses, I created a spreadsheet that you can use as a template. If you prefer working with a much cooler online calendar-based expense tracker, I encourage you to check out the online software PocketSmith and their free membership. So what's the point? Why do this? Doing this will help you understand your minimum monthly expense needs and how they compare to your income, project your future spending needs, avoid late payments, and determine which expenses you could reduce or eliminate. All right, now that you understand your monthly spending needs, you should review the balances in your banking, investing, and credit accounts. View all of your accounts at the same time. In this new era of online financial account management, it's easy to lose track of all the various banking, investing, and credit accounts in your name. In order for you to understand your financial situation, you need to be able to see all of those account balances at once and check them periodically. Just like the monthly tracker above, there's a manual and an online tool available to help you set this up. I have an article you can check out where I discuss the free tool I built, the All-in-One Financial Dashboard, and you can also download it there. Not only will that dashboard help you determine your personal net worth, it also has a place to store your online account IDs and passwords. There are many good online tools called financial aggregators that will also help you organize your accounts into one location. I prefer to use personal capital for this purpose, but most budgeting tools will help you do this. Does personal net worth matter? One of the benefits of seeing all your accounts at once is you get to determine your personal net worth, banking and investing balances, minus your credit account balances. What makes this number important is not the number itself. You need to compare it over time. What you want is a personal net worth that is trending in a positive direction. Calculate your current net worth, then revisit this exercise in a month and see how you've improved. Some final thoughts. All right, that should just about do it for today. You've listed your known expenses and have seen all your account balances in one place. You should have a good understanding of your current financial situation. To ensure you maintain a good level of understanding, be sure to schedule some time each month to re-perform these exercises. Set yourself a reminder.
0: Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com/ofd. That's m-o-n-a-r-c-h-m-o-n-e-y.com/ofd for your extended 30-day free trial.
1: How to optimize your spending by Philip Taylor of ptmoney.com. Today, I'll share with you how to spend your money up. A- bit more wisely so that you're able to meet more of your other goals like savings, debt reduction, and security. Just like in my previous post, know your money, there's no budget involved and there are only two main concepts you need to focus on, optimizing your expenses and consciously spending the rest. Let's take a closer look into both of these. Optimize your fixed expenses. Remember that monthly fixed expense tracker I showed you? Break that out again. Now, I want you to spend the next week doing the following. Only pay for things you are actually using. Take a look at the list of your expenses and find any expenses for items that you aren't using or that you wouldn't mind doing without. Cancel any unused or unwanted items. For instance, if you don't use your cable TV service that much anymore because you're spending your nights using Facebook, then consider dropping your cable and watching TV using the -the over-the-air channels available. You could also consider watching TV using the internet. Another expense that people find they can actually do without is home landline service. If you have a cell phone, consider making that your only phone. But these items are just suggestions. Only you know the expenses that you could do without and still have the life you want. Don't worry if you can't find any items to cut. Check out my next point. Pay the lowest price you can get for the things you do want. Now take a look at the remaining items on your monthly expense list. Are you paying the best price available? For things like mortgage, car payment, you may not have a choice. But for monthly service items like internet and cell phone, odds are you can negotiate a lower monthly rate. Over the next couple of days, call each of these companies up and ask politely for a better monthly rate. Tell them you love their service, but to continue, you need to pay less each month. If only a couple of these companies bite, you're still going to save some money each month. If they don't go down on their price, look to a competitor for a quote. They will likely do what it takes to get your business. Trust me, this works. The bottom line is to only have fixed expenses for the things you really want and then pay the best price you can find for those things. Consciously spend the rest. Now that you've optimized your fixed expenses, let's discuss the remainder of your spending, variable expenses. These are items like dining out, morning coffee, clothes, entertainment, household items, gifts, etc. These are the items that aren't necessarily needs and you spend varying amounts on them from month to month. What I want you to do is this. Focus your spending on things that bring you the greatest joy. Now, I'm not here to tell you what you should and should not spend your hard-earned money on, but what I will do is urge you to only spend your money on those things that are truly bringing you joy. For instance, let's say you love to travel more, but you find yourself blowing all your money on clothes you never wear that much or trips to fast food joints that don't satisfy. Why not wait to spend for the life you really want? Be conscious enough to skip the shopping spree. Buy classic styles that last longer and eat just 50% more at home where you don't have to spend as much. Now you have more room in your budget to do some traveling. Again, my point isn't to tell you what to spend on. Heck, you may get the biggest thrill out of new clothes and burger joints while hating to travel, and that's okay. Just make sure you're spending your money intentionally. Take just a moment to find the best price. The second part of conscious spending is taking a few moments to find the best price. Now, this doesn't have to be a long, drawn-out thing, although my wife says that sometimes I make it so. You just need to take a brief moment once you decide you're going to purchase something to think about the best place to buy the thing. Do you have a coupon? Can you find one? Is it better to buy online? Would a used version be just as nice? If you're not asking these questions, you're spending unconsciously, and over time, you're wasting money. There are a couple of great online services that give you cash back when shopping online. You promise and Ebates. Know when to go high dollar. Lastly, I'll add in a quick word about quality. I'm not an advocate of always buying the cheapest item. Sometimes it makes sense to spend more money on a higher quality, longer lasting version of the product or service. To be a conscious spender, you sometimes need to pay more. My latest splurge. I've had a real urge to splurge here lately. I've got my sights set on a classic motorcycle, a 70s Honda CB550. When it's all said and done, after riding classes, my license, gear, and the bike, I'm looking at shelling out $3,000. I've never really been a motorcycle guy, but strangely, the desire for this one is strong. As you guys know, splurging isn't inherently bad from a financial standpoint. In fact, it can be quite the efficient use of your money if the splurge brings high value to you. But it's still fun to talk about them like they were a little diversion from your normal, tight-fisted, frugal ways. So here we go. Let loose in the comments about your big splurge three questions for you to answer. One, what did you splurge on? Two, what did you give up to be able to splurge? And three, was the splurge worth it? Final thoughts. I hope you enjoyed this second part of the series. Hopefully you're able to trim your budget down to only those fixed items that you really want and then spend consciously on the rest. My challenge to you is to take control. Find a way to design your spending around the life you truly want. You just listened to the posts titled, Get Started Organizing Your Finances, Get to Know Your Money, and How to Optimize Your Spending, both by Philip Taylor of ptmoney.com. And there were a bunch of helpful links in those two articles, so I would definitely recommend checking them out. We have the articles linked in this episode's description and also at oldpodcast.com. And uh, if you're enjoying this podcast and want to help keep us going for as long as possible here, there are all sorts of things you can do, both big and small, that will make a big impact. We put a list together at oldpodcast.com. Just look for the how to help page, or you can go directly to oldpodcast.com slash support. We would greatly appreciate it. And since today was a bit longer than usual, I'll have a shorter post for you tomorrow from Zen Habits. So stay tuned for that in the Thursday show, where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this podcast